0: The last day of the year, Lori and Julia show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Miss Shannon, she is in for Julia today. Hello. 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 Hello.
2: Thank you for being here. Um I couldn't believe this story. This is like stranger than fiction. (laughs) It really is. Okay. Um, So you know, I hadn't looked at any really news or anything since I arrived at my mom's on Christmas Day in Seattle. I just right. was like just in the family. And Unplugging. unpleasant yeah, being present. Mm-hmm. Busy going out to eat and going to movies and fa la la and playing <laughs> dominoes and I just didn't care to know about anything that was going on. So yesterday sitting in the Delta Lounge admiring Mount Rainier from the blue blue skies happy that I've gotten through security and Within sight of the gate, you know how Mm -hmm. that is, when, especially this time of year. Busy, 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 busy. Exactly. By the way, that trick about doing the opposite of whatever you're doing. So if you're departing, you get dropped off at arrivals. And if you're getting picked up, you get picked up. Oh, I hadn't heard that. Oh, yeah. That's just at a busy airport. Like last yesterday afternoon, my mom, I go, oh, my God, we are not going on the departure level. Fair enough. Bumper to Ooh. bumper. Okay. Boom. Cool. Drop us off down at, arrivals, at arrivals, and, and we'll upstairs. take the escalator well on up to ticketing. Okay. Good to so Good to it. Ugh. So anyway, I'm reading the story. Zac Efron. Um, I was like down under. Yes, at the <laughs> Sunday Telegraph that that he, you know, he's filming the show that's going to be on Quibi. Yes, called Killing Zac Efron, and that he almost died. <laughs> Let's play the story from GMA. This
3: morning, it's life imitating art. While filming a show called Killing Zac Efron in Papua New Guinea, Zac Efron was reportedly nearly killed by a sudden illness. Efron was reportedly airlifted to Australia for treatment of a bacterial infection, possibly typhoid, transmitted to patients by contaminated food or water. The star confirming his ordeal on social media, posting that he did get sick but bounced back quick, thanking his well-wishers, many of whom fell in love with Ephron when he was a teen heartthrob in high school oh, yeah. musical before taking on more dramatic roles, like his critically acclaimed portrayal of serial killer Ted hey. Bundy earlier this year. In addition to Killing Zach Ephron, a show for the soon-to-debut streaming platform Quibi billed as an adventure reality series where the star ventures deep into a remote jungle, Efron also stars in his own YouTube series called Off the Grid, where he shows off his wild side. After his battle with the illness, likely caught in the jungle, Efron's Australian doctors reportedly gave him the green light to fly home to the U.S. for the holidays, Efron writing in his post that he was back home with his friends and family. Efron also said that he did finish his three weeks in Papua New Guinea, killing Zac Efron, featuring an apparently very much alive Zac Efron, claims that Efron will carve a name for himself in expedition history, so much to look forward to there. Greatest
2: PR stunt ever. Yes, it's very, uh, like, crocodile hunter Oh, yeah. To me. Like, Bear like, Gryllis, right? you know, exactly. he cut his foot climbing yeah. Yeah. over yeah. something in Papua New Guinea, but, I mean, it really, he <laughs> really did get helicoptered does. out, and he it was, was like, so like... I
1: find that fascinating, that he were, like, we know him from all these musicals and all these other stuff. He's like, I'm going to do an extreme, uh, an extreme series where I try to g- just get murdered. That's fascinating. <laughs> Why well, does he
3: get insured for stuff like
2: that? Well, it's oh, 21 days. Knows, it's yeah. a tight 21-day mm-hmm. thing. Uh. Uh, then maybe they had a helicopter on yeah. standby medical thing. Who the hell? That's knows? probably how. I'm and sure how much is, is Quibby paying him to do this? And they probably thing. had a medical
1: team on. The, uh, they have to have all of these. Because he was
2: good in that Ted Bundy. Yeah. Yeah, he did a
0: good job. He did yeah. a
2: good job.
0: I, I mean, loved him
1: in the Greatest Showman. I love the yes, Greatest Showman. Yes, I like that. You know. So I think it's interesting. But you're right. I was not going to watch this show. No, but, but now I, mean, I know that he almost died. Now I can't like, wait hey, to watch it. Hey, this I, is the show where Zach almost got himself killed doing a show. <gasps> just, I hate to be morbid, but you're right. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm Quibi bo-
2: PR people were like, oh. oh Thank oh. goodness. Hey good he's all okay. <laughs> and the, the, we got the okay to slip the story out to the Sunday Telegraph <laughs> yeah, yeah. in yeah. Australia. Wow. So, I don't know if you guys uh, saw this news today that um, six men crossed the perilous Drake Passage unassisted, including a Minneapolis man, was among the crew. Okay, so I'm kind of... Julie and I and Donnie, we get all geeked out over some of these... Oh, yeah. ...things that people do that are, you know, (laughs) like we love Will Steger, people that do expeditions, you know, we watch the terror. And Anyway, so this is uh, the most treacherous waters in the world. Six men fought Mm -hmm. for 13 days to become history, becoming the first people... To, to traverse the infamous Drake Passage with nothing more than man power. Listen to so this. So they just paddled across? Wow. Yes. Okay. They dodged icebergs, held their breaths as giant whales breached their tiny boat and rode building-sized waves while rowing 24 hours a day from Chile to the Antarctica.
0: Yeah, I see that. I'm
2: looking Okay. At the team of men from four countries finished the crossing the Drake Passage on Wednesday and just under two weeks after they left the southern tip of uh, South America. This is a really big deal in Antarctic history, uh, said this dude who's a geologist <laughs> who leads expeditions. I think it's very interesting. He's crossed the Drake Passage motorized okay more than 50 times he said 100 percent of their progress was done with 12 arms for 600 miles i can't even imagine how grueling the men and it was grueling they had a 29 foot rowboat called the ohana had to be in constant motion so it wouldn't capsize okay so three men would row for 90 minutes while the other three rested even though they're cold yes. and wet so you're rowing inside an open hold, 40 foot sea waves are splashing in your face near freezing water is at your feet and it is. they all lost a good amount of weight and they were delirious from the sleep <laughs> deprivation okay. they used a bucket to go to the bathroom to <laughs> rest two men would lie shoulder to shoulder in a tiny space while a third would get the fetal position in an even smaller area And you're just trying to get a few winks of sleep before the alarm goes off. And it's your... So they're only sleeping... They're doing these 90 minutes. I am always a-
1: fascinated by these stories because I barely wanted to drive here from Crystal today. Yeah. Um, and so, but I do think it's interesting. I like watching these people because they're friend I want to be friends with people that do these kind of things because there's no reason to do well, this other than it just seems like this will be a
2: challenge. No, Discovery Channel is planning to air a full length documentary sometime during 2020. So this was documented. The toughest part, uh, they said, was the constant bombardment from the elements. We were hit by winds from every single direction. And the seas down here, I mean, are very violent. It's the roughest ocean in the world. They almost capsized so many times. And the problem with that is the water is so cold. If you go in, you've got two to five minutes. And physically... They fought seasickness. They couldn't feel their hands and feet. Um, and That's at, the he,
1: noise yes. you should make, Donnie. I'm not saying that. And I, at I, one I, point <laughs> on this one guy
2: from England, a strap he had to wear around his ankles while rowing wore through his boots and cut into his skin all the way to the bones. See, this oh, is yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah, was yeah. absolute agony. The other people were <laughs> a guy from Reykjavik, a guy from Cape Town. Andrew Town of Minneapolis, okay. that's Town with an E, and John Peterson of Oakland, California. And three of the six guys are record breaking ocean rowers. Okay. And Town, Andrew, who lives in Minneapolis, grew up in Grand Forks, North Dakota. He's a championship rower and has climbed the tallest mountain wow. on every continent. So we are going to want to watch
1: this, you guys. Yes. Amazing. I am always fascinated with people who do things for the thrill of it and just the adventure. Yeah. Where I'm going, I... Because none of it. Never. None of it. I want Never. none of it. But I'll watch it. Yeah, and, and I'll read it. that is a it.
2: fascinating thing. I'll read somebody's yes. book. Like I read uh, on on this break, I read uh, The 29th Day. And it's this guy from Duluth who, when he was 17, goes on a, like a 60-day canoe trip that he gets, with like six other guys, and he gets, how they get float-plated in, and yeah. they're not going to see anybody. They've got one satellite phone and a medical kit and food, and they're going to, he gets attacked by a grizzly oh. on the 29th day. It was just heart-pounding. Yes. It was so good. But anyway, this... We're gonna look for this on Discovery Channel, and uh, if you know Andrew Calhoun through the, yeah, because none of us it. are ever gonna do this. No, 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 no not no. even try it. No, it's just trying. a case of why, why, yes, <laughs> hey, why would you do that? But still, that's really amazing. It is yeah. amazing.
0: Congratulations!
1: I'm barely, I'm barely trying to go over Calhoun.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. right. They're doing it all amazing. by rowing. Yeah, I, I, it's. it's I can't. And you yeah, don't I know if you're amazing. gonna live or die. I just. That's so. It's fascinating. It's fascinating to think about that, Mm -hmm. isn't it? All right, listen. uh, When we come back, uh, we've got Holly in. I don't know what kind of dirt she has for us. Okay. If she doesn't have dirt, we'll supplement it. Fair enough. All right, we'll be right
0: back. There's something different about the way kids play sports today. Things are getting serious and highly repetitive. repetitive. Orthopedic surgeons are seeing an increase in overuse injuries. The injuries caused by over-specialization in one sport. When a young athlete performs the same stressful activities time after t- 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 time. Day after day. day, after day. <laughs> overuse injuries can happen by throwing too many baseballs without enough rest. Overuse can happen in gymnastics, tennis, weight training, even cheerleading and swimming. Okay kids, 10 more laps to go. Ten, 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 more more more. Lap, you get the idea. Left untreated, overuse trauma to young shoulders, elbows, knees, and wrists may require surgery. If your kids play hard and train hard, make sure you have expert advice for treating and preventing overuse injuries. Visit orthoinfo.org or stopsportsinjuries.org. A public service message from the American Academy of Orthopedic Surgeons and the American Orthopedic Society for Sports Medicine.
1: Most of us feel lonely from time to time, but imagine feeling lonely and isolated 365 days a year. Thousands of seniors across the Twin Cities currently face this, putting them at emotional and physical risk. Since 1972, Little Brothers Friends of the Elderly has been connecting isolated elders to their community, bringing friendship and hope. You can brighten the life of an isolated senior by donating just a few hours a month as a volunteer visitor. Learn more at
2: elderfriend.life. That's elderfriend.life.
0: This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, holly holly. What
2: is here? Oh, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that.
4: Hi. You know, we're, we're in hi. we're in the in between time.
2: Are you gonna see little women Will you go to that do you have a, a affection for that? movie or book or anything well
4: i played aunt march in my high school play that is a
2: juicy role they're like who (laughs) else will play the cranky old biatch well that (laughs) that would be me yeah that would be me well i tell you meryl (laughs) streep is good as uh in her there's not that many scenes but fair enough it's a a minor character i would love
4: to see little women the reviews have been fantastic i not don't necessarily have a huge place in my heart yeah. for Little Women. But I'm interested to see what Greta Gerwig has done yes, with the story. and
2: she does, she does take it's different than the other movies. Now,
0: and then Holly, she goes
1: forward and back. Lori said that you should go and see that movie. I did not know that you had seen Cats because I was oh, going to yeah. go get drunk and hate watch it because no, it looked entertaining. And she said no. So what? is that correct that it was, it's not even so bad that it's fun? <laughs> it's not the worst movie of all time. Oh, see, it, it is be- not. So does it need to be worse for me to, like, go and enjoy it, like, with three glasses Do you have all kinds of, of
2: extra time on your hands? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the question. <laughs> I think. You I know, don't think you do. I don't I know why I get this like feeling. A, I <laughs> thing.
4: Shannon, I think you should go. I thought it would be because like a good, like,
1: LSD trip of a movie is what it, like, that's what I was reading. <sighs> it ha- I heard it was full of, wait, what?
4: You know, the whole time. Yeah. But it, not in a good way. Well, here's the thing. Because you're going to be seeing, like you said, Lori, Universal Pictures spend a whole lot of money. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S., the person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
0: Blinded by the Item. Listen
3: wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
4: Honey, yeah. sending the updated CGI version into theaters. Yes. You're probably going to be seeing that one, Shannon. I think that I saw the original one with a lot of the WTF moments in it. Uh-huh. But see it because it's now it's... Getting she a camp, even, right? That's what I but thought. But she
2: didn't even like Cats the musical, right? So if you don't like Cats the musical, why the hell would because you go I see the movie? Because I agree with. I thought the camp version no, of it, like kind of thing. I like am,
1: I've seen, like Rocky Horror Picture. You don't want a picture you don't watch by yourself, but you go watch with other like-minded people, and then you throw popcorn I, and you throw don't toilet. Don't say paper. I didn't warn you. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I had
4: enough. never seen the musical Cats before seeing this movie. Oh, oh that's okay. Oh. It's bad, Lucky for even you. if you like, it's even. Even if, you like, even if you like musicals,
1: it is uh, not. Uh, it's uh, what make people hate musicals. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know who got yeah, that thing going on Broadway all those years, bleh, but it bleh, wasn't me bleh. or
4: Shandler. No. <laughs> oh, poor Mr. Mistopheles. <laughs> so understood. Hey, we're getting news about how the celebrities spent the holidays mm. this week. A Johnny Depp, what was he doing over the holidays? He was spending Christmas in Paris with his ex Vanessa Paradis and their two children. Mm. The, Lily Rose Depp. And I believe his son is named
2: Jack. Jack. And Lily Rose dates Timothy Chalamet, who plays Uh, Laurie in Little Women. Okay. Lovely to look at. Yes, he very much is. (laughs) I like the idea of those two as a... They're just beautiful. Okay. They're beautiful. They're young. They speak French. <laughs> so it just seems perfect. It seems perfect. Very cosmopolitan. They're like yeah. two years apart in age. It's just, just perfect.
4: Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So hopefully we'll be seeing Lily Rhodes and Timothy Chalamet out on the red carpet at certain events because mm. Little Women yeah. is uh, getting honored with some nominations this yeah, year. Right. And uh, we don't really know a ton about what Johnny, Vanessa, and the crew were doing in Paris, but they split, remember, all the way back in 2000. 12 after did their 14 ever, year uh, relationship
2: mm-hmm. and fell uh, in love with amber on rum diaries oh. he was but he was he was besotted <laughs> but we did see johnny depp he's doing
4: low-key fashion in a johnny depp way he's okay. wearing a worn out fedora a striped shirt
2: he's wearing aviator sunglasses Does he have a black, one of those black cheroot cigarettes? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Is it the hat with the dent in it and the hole that he's had forever? It must have come from somebody. Yeah. Yeah. It's like his version. This is Johnny Depp's version of a baseball hat and dark glasses. This is is his. I think Harry Dean Stanton gave him that hat. Something like that. (laughs) They had a drunk night at Dantana's and Harry Dean (laughs) gave it to him. Yeah. He looks, it's a good look on him. It is a good
4: look on him. Yeah.
1: Uh, I like this one in comparison to that. He had that kind of oily look for a while that I wasn't feeling. Yeah. I feel like he took that whole Pirates of the Caribbean thing to... Too, uh, too much
4: to heart for a little while there. I'm like, you look like you need a bath. He was doing yeah. a little method acting there. Yes. Uh, so we'll move on from Johnny Depp. I don't know if you guys mentioned this, but this is making a lot of uh, ac- uh, activity on Twitter and on social media. A notable obituary, Neil Innes. He passed away over the weekend at the age of 75 and if you don't know Neil Innes, you probably know some of his work. He wrote music for Monty Python. He wrote music <laughs> for the Bonzo Dog Doodah Band <laughs> and he did music for the Beatles parody The Ruttles, which, by the way, if you have not seen that, it's
2: great. It's hilarious. Oh, okay. Like he is
4: super talented. So if you are a fan of that kind of comedy, definitely a notable passing today.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we have a yeah. notable passing.
4: Uh, yes, that's right. That happened the day after Christmas. The okay. woman who starred as Lolita in Stanley Kubrick's. Version of the film passed away at the age of seventy three. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Was
2: is that her most significant? I mean, it would be hard to be type not to be typecast. Oh gosh. Yeah. Lolita. Yeah. She was very young when she
4: started that role naturally, and I think that they kind of had to fudge her age because in the book, Lolita, is Lolita, is, I think 15? she's like twelve in the book. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, in the movie, I and think that they Kubrick made her fourteen. Film? Did you ever mm-hmm. see it? Yeah, I did. You know, and it's very different from I don't the novel. Like his movies early. Well, this movie is different than the later Kubrick movies, but okay. this movie was supposed to be about the book Lolita, but uh, Peter Sellers is in this movie and he kind of stole the movie away from James Mason. James okay. Mason stars in the movie as a uh, Humpert Humpert or whatever, whatever is. the guy's name is yeah. Yeah. Yes. from the book. the pedophile. Yeah, yeah the pedophile. Uh, uh-huh. So he stars as that, but Peter Sellers
2: did that, but you know, maybe give it a shot. You know, maybe. maybe try I don't to, like Stanley Kubrick movies, except for The Shining. That's the only one of his movies I've ever liked. Me no either. No
4: Clockwork Orange. Oh. I was, and my, <laughs> my guy friends my in eyes. high school, yeah, my guy
1: friends in high school were all trying to walk around like they were the guys in Clockwork. And I'm like, you know what, no, that's not a good look. No.
4: That's not, <laughs> you know, <laughs> these if, are not role models. If you actually watch the movie, the movie is critical of all the people that you're trying to emulate. Exactly, that's <laughs> yeah. what I tried to say. I'm like, these aren't the cool kids. Yeah. No. But they just thought I was odd, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the aesthetics of those, or whatever. Or whatever. I'm like, yeah. yeah. Uh, Eddie Murphy. He did an interview on CBS Sunday Morning yesterday. Oh, did you guys that. check
2: yeah, it out? It was. Out? It was really- and I recommend that movie. My name is Dolomite. He's oh. fantastic in it. That is the feel good movie of the year. It is it? Is. My
4: name is Dolomite on Netflix, starring okay. Eddie Murphy about the life story of Rudy Ray Moore, the creator of the character Dolomite. It's amazing. I wasn't expecting it. Wasn't it correct? to be
2: the feel good movie? I of know. The year. I didn't
4: know either. No. I kind of saw it pop up in no. my. no it's
2: really good okay it's really good yeah
4: you'll feel fantastic after watching it it's a true underdog story so eddie murphy nominated for a golden globe for dolomite is my name by the way the golden globes this Sunday. this Sunday. Yes, we've said that it's so compressed now, this mm-hmm. award season. I okay. just did not even realize that until I was told this afternoon. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my we God. have homework. Well, any Murphy, <laughs> yeah. he's out doing press on CBS Sunday morning, and he's talking about his old stand-up routines, including his 1983 special Delirious, and he's saying that a number of jokes that he made Ah, uh, he just doesn't. look They're cringeworthy, you yeah, know. He yeah. anti-gay jokes. He was using slurs back in the day. He said, "I cringe when I watch it," and he's like, yeah. "Oh my God, I can't believe that I said that." Yeah. Oh, I mean, and not that only said it, he so real. used to defend himself, saying yeah, all those things. yeah. He yeah. says he'll get a joke that's cringy, but that's not to say I don't appreciate. it I still appreciate it. And I'm going. I'm a kid. I'm saying that because remember, Eddie Murphy was only 19, 19 years right old yeah. when he joined the cast of Saturday Night Live, and
2: that is how people talked mm-hmm. in the. Late seventies and early eighties, oh, yeah. there was oh, so much racist, misogynistic yes. that we just accepted as the norm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now we
1: look at him, we're like, we can do a little better
2: now. Well, it doesn't we, mean that things aren't it, funny. He was just, just different funny, he, but he was just representing what was what was in the lec. That's how people right. talked. Yeah,
4: and you can look at it with twenty nineteen perspectives, yeah. and you can be like, you know, watching those not a good experience in 2019 right so we will move forward correct and those were in a time and a place in history right uh speaking of things in 2019 the most popular content on netflix the thing that most people watched this year was the adam sandler jennifer aniston movie murder mystery out of every single piece of content on netflix murder mystery was the number one movie
1: (laughs) <laughs> it does hurt my heart I feel like there's so much content out there like you guys just talked me out of cats because you didn't want me no. to. Say, well, how come we didn't talk people out of that I, I don't really know. don't wow. know because they didn't have
4: to put on pants to go and watch murder mystery <laughs> cats yeah, requires at least okay, like you cover your enough. bits and pieces pants are, sure? are important <laughs> 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 I don't know but people in cats aren't covering their bits and pieces because some cats are naked and then some cats have clothes on mm-hmm. and I just really don't even know what to do with all that
1: that was part of the reason why I was fascinated with this whole film
2: yeah, yeah can, just can, look at the stills <laughs> find Jason Derulo low, uncut, <laughs> But uh, he is covered. He, is he keeps a jacket on. Yeah, but I think if you did a deep dive, you might not I did hear night. all of the stories. Yeah.
4: Fascinating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look, a sequel to Murder Mystery, because over 30 million accounts watched that movie is wow. in development right now, so. Well,
2: you know what? If you aren't going to get to the Amalfi Coast, it's a good way of going on a little Amalfi Coast, uh, <laughs> you know, a little picture journey with uh, Jennifer Aniston and Adam <laughs> Sandler, light thinking involved. I love your travel perspective yeah. on these movies. Just yeah. like, take yeah. a little vacation. Just mm-hmm. take a little vacation.
4: We'll oh, Lord, right. do we need a trip to the Malfi Coast yes, this afternoon. I know. What's
2: happening on the nah. roads? It's it, got to be
4: ugly uh, yeah, out there. It is not Positano out there. I will tell you that. Uh, but we're going to start a New Hope, 169 northbound, where we have a crash right back around Bass Lake Road and 49th Avenue near Spring Lake Park, 610 westbound. A crash from West River Road to Coon Rapids Boulevard, 62 eastbound. Watch out for a crash by Shady Oak Road to Highway 169 near Retina. And near Hastings, 61 northbound, a vehicle spun out right around 120th Street to Highway. Highway 95, Another spun-out vehicle happening in Golden Valley, Highway 100 southbound from Highway 55 to Golden Valley Road. And near Lake Elmo, 94 eastbound, a spun-out vehicle right by Woodbury Drive to Highway 95. And in Shakopee, 169 southbound, right around Mystic Lake Casino Watch Out, right? Crash by Highway 17 to Canterbury Road. Watch out also for snow emergencies in effect, both in effect for the cities of Minneapolis-St. Paul. And uh, check your local city to see whether or not a snow emergency is in effect. And please familiarize yourself with some of the parking rules so you don't get towed this New Year's Eve. Because, woof, that would not be fun. Your 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast. The snow early, ending early tonight with a low of 20. Tomorrow, partly cloudy skies with a high of 25. Right now at the My Talk Studios, it's 23 with snow. Listen
1: wherever you are, whenever you want, with the MyTalk app. Live streaming and on-demand
4: podcasts right there in your pocket. Download today at MyTalk1071.com, keyword app. Let's
1: Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about sex. Let's
2: talk about sex. Well, it got me wondering since this is the last last sex Monday of the year. What are the what were the most Googled sex and relationship questions okay. of 2019? And um, civilized health analyzed <laughs> Google trend data to find out exactly what we were asking when it comes to sex and relationships. And you know what the number one question was? What? Can't even believe it. I mean, it's the most traditional of all modern uh, dating trends, and yet we still don't quite know how to tell if we've been ghosted. Ah, okay. Fair enough. For this, that question had a 421% increase wow. in the last year alone. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, remind people what it is.
2: Ghosting is the practice of one person ending the relationship by unexpectedly withdrawing from every single form of communication. You, just, you have been you ghosted. Just dip. Yeah, you just dip. Out. That's right. Yeah.
1: And I, you know what? And 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 you're lucky you don't have to deal with this, Lori, because you are very successfully relationship. Yeah. But I have tried to like because I know it's not the best thing to have do. Have you when done an adult soft ghosting? Yes. Yeah. Soft yes. ghosting. Soft ghosting. Quite
2: so. okay. Soft ghosting <laughs> is. Um, it's when you don't completely disappear, but you passively like maybe things that the person is posting. So that you you don't actively interact with you're them. You're kind of thinking you're being polite right. by do, serving up right. soft ghosting. <laughs> or if they write to you, you go,
1: hope your day is well. Right. And then like, but you stop interacting back. So, so you kind of just slowly, like it's a slow fade, Donnie. is what it, You do a slow here's fade. Here's the okay. main okay. thing mm-hmm.
2: to know. If you've been a victim of ghosting, don't dwell on why Mm. what happened. You will let your mind explode with every kind of whatever. And really, it's the other person just can't handle saying to you, I don't like you that way. And I had, like, and they are avoidance. Mm -hmm. They can't do it. And so it's got nothing to do with other than them saying, I'm just not that into you. So if you just look at ghosting every time, if it happens to you, is that instead of going, if I could have done this, nope. don't let your mind run rampant because then you end up blaming yourself. It's got nothing to do with you, exactly. it's got everything to do with the other person. Because
1: there was one guy that I had like gone, like, was just talking to online, and I tried to ghost on him in yeah. the app, and then he found me on like, Facebook and then Facebook messaged me, and the whole thing is that I'm like I didn't like the way he was communicating, okay, but, but I didn't want to tell him that it wasn't. So you are a so soft tr- ghoster, yeah. So and I you to- need to get better at ghosting.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I should have just left. Yes, <laughs> the- it, it, it because the per. If you've been ghosted, it's the it's the other person, right. You know, so I don't didn't want to tell him it. anything was wrong with him. It's not my yeah. place, you're fine for somebody okay. else. so that is people are wondering, they don't realize they've been ghosted, so they <laughs> google it to see to make sure. The second most googled question is sex on a first date is mm-hmm. googled, uh, outdated ideas about the right time to you know have sex with someone. New are still going strong, mm-hmm. and it's completely up to you whether or not you sleep on, uh, you know, have sex first, second, or third, t- 50, twentieth, right. exactly. whatever it is. But the term is seen a thirty three percent rise online in twenty nineteen. Okay, kind of interesting. Um, and then question three: dating a colleague. Dot dot mm. dot. A yes or no. Is it inevitable or is it avoidable? Hmm. Many of us are asking. That went up 281%. Fair enough. Because we do see successful relationships come out yes, of this. Yes, and then you go,
1: I want to be like that. And, yeah. you, you know, you have something in common already. Yeah. You know, it just makes it difficult if things go wrong. If you wrong. have
2: a contract, check your contract. That's my first job. <laughs> fair <idea>. enough. <laughs> fair fair enough. Um, think the worst because when the dopamine is flowing and the sex <laughs> is hot and honeymoon periods in full swing, it's horrible. Th- it's bad to think. can't right. think of the word. Okay, question four. This saw a th- uh, almost a 350% rise. What is bread crumbing? <laughs> yeah oh, which is another dating trend mm-hmm. the term uh, breadcrumbing is not new chances are everyone has done it it yep. is basically it is leading someone on by sending them sporadic messages right. and or commenting on social media posts in a way that pretends interest however mm-hmm. it's very noncommittal Correct. and vague and it breadcrumbing leads to just kind of building up your bench, right. as it were. Because mm-hmm. you feel like world. you're in case of emergency. Like, I, yes.
1: like, you can tell now that I'm like, nah, you aren't really into me, but you're hoping, you know, either you know somebody that you like better right yeah. now, so you want to see how that works, but you want to keep me on deck.
3: Here's so he's the thing, crumbing.
2: the messages and the social media encouragement acts like breadcrumbing. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's endless reasons as to why people do it. Some people want to divert their attention away from something that's going on. Other people do it to feed their ego. Some people do it to kill boredom. Right. Some people mm-hmm. do it to just screw with you. Mm-hmm. But if you're romantically engaging with someone that's not a friendship, three message rule. Yeah. Okay. After three separate occasions, if there's nothing, you are being breadcrumbed. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. If there's nothing like, oh, let's get together, and it's just one little breadcrumb, they're just trying to mm. keep you slightly on the hook. So and-
0: does breadcrumbing lead to ghosting? Mm, no
2: breadcrumbing no, no, I okay. is you're kind of you're keeping somebody <laughs> on the hooks like more if actively. Yeah. Heard, if
1: you haven't heard from them in a month, and then all of a sudden you get a message like, "Hey, yeah. what you got going on on Saturday?" Oh, and you answer, and then you go, "What about you?" and then you don't hear back, yeah. and then you won't hear oh. from for another like three, four weeks, and all of a sudden mm. they're like, "Like, I feel like that." It's also just
2: casting a wide net. Like, let's see who answers best. Yeah, yeah, is so. Those are really That's happening. No, I think it's interesting. That across the pond, when they asked Google what was the most asked thing, uh, Googled in the UK. I'm not sure who mined their data, but this is what um, they, the popular questions to ask Google Mm -hmm. about sex in the UK can you get pregnant if a boy touches your breast with his mouth?
1: No, you cannot. What? They're much more chaste over in the UK. It
0: like yeah. Can't can't
1: no, get yeah. It.
2: can you get pregnant from kissing a potato? <laughs> that is a no. Is
0: that a term for an ugly person? Yeah. I
2: hope can not. Can you it's get good. pregnant from it's like urine kissing a frog? On a toilet seat. <laughs> oh. No. Can you yeah. get pregnant from sperm in toilet water splashing? <laughs> ah yeah. Okay. Oh my Quite the wives. Can tale. you get pregnant by oh. kissing while on your period? <laughs> Can hugging and kissing get you pregnant? And can sperm go through genes and get you pregnant? <laughs> That's some sperm. Wow. <laughs> I feel like they have they they
1: use they, most of their contraception is clearly fear-based. is I what guess, it is. They're like, so they're like basically if you're in the same room and you breathe in the general direction I know. of a potential partner, you All right, get pregnant.
2: Shannon, what is your astrological sign? I am an Aries. You're an Aries. I am okay. an Aries. Do you know who your best sexual matches are no
1: no well if this i'm gonna write them down so i start asking
2: this question when i mean if you're an aries your best sexual matches include leo okay which is august Mm -hmm. end of july through august libra okay which is your basically october dates gemini you're somebody that can put up with a gemini i was
1: gonna say i'm like aren't they
2: like Two faces. (laughs) And the hot, hot heat of a Scorpio, which is November. Okay. Okay. Those are your signs. Okay. Okay. So
0: now I know to ask. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Did you write them down? Yes. Yes.
1: Leo, Libra, Gemini, Scorpio. That's yes, it. I wrote them down. That's it. Yeah. Um, I always do remember because I have a friend I call. She's one of my best friends, and I call her my personal witch. I know she is going to ask. Yeah. Whenever I have a new partner, what's their sign? What's their sign? So I do ask because yeah. I don't keep any of that in my brain. Right. I and know then it. I look that up, and then I also look up what their Chinese zodiac sign is, and then usually Might I pick well try and be prepared. One. Right. So whichever one is more positive, that is the one that I go with.
2: Yeah.
1: So. Because that I know I am an ox, yes. So I do that. So I think I, I love it that you people. know your Chinese. Yeah,
2: <laughs> your so year of the. So I think I'm the year of, of the rat. Okay, I think that I, was I, my I, thing. I have to
0: do some research. You, Donnie. Yes. Anyway. Mm-hmm.
2: That is what okay. I, that is Thank how you. the year in sex
1: acted out on Google. I appreciate all of the information. It'll help me go into 2020 prepared. All right,
2: listen, we come back. We're going to talk a little TV. This show is good as hell. And sh- both Shannon and I are recommending you should watch it. Yes. We'll be right back. She's
4: all I
1: talk to me before I have to leave. in one day we could be.
0: She's
2: all. Go ahead,
0: Swift12. Sergeant Dale Beatty was wounded by a roadside bomb. Swift12 in route with urgent to mercy. ETA approximately 35 minutes. Copy. Now begins the most important journey of his life. Roger Swift12. From the battlefield to home. Home to some very good medicine. His family's love. They'll be staying together at one of the many Fisher houses to help Dale get better and return to his life. Fisher House Foundation provides comfortable housing and other services to the families of wounded warriors and veterans while they receive care at military and VA hospitals. Fisher House is among the highest rated charities, with 95% of donations going to help our military families in their time of greatest need. Remember those who serve and sacrifice. Consider a tax-deductible gift to Fisher House. Fisher House. Because a family's love is good medicine. Go to Fisherhouse.org for more information. Listening is just part of the My Talk experience. For more fun,
1: follow us on social media. Find My Talk 1071 on Instagram, Facebook, and
4: Twitter.
2: I need you anymore. Just walk your phone. Just don't get sick of that song. Liz, (laughs) our entertainer of the year. So says so many. Associate Press, Time Magazine. Yeah, like, that's
0: know. all you need. That's all you need. That's yeah. pretty good. Now well, right. wouldn't she be great as a Super Bowl halftime? Show? Yes, uh, that would
2: be fantastic.
0: Instead, we're getting... Well, well but
2: well, that's I mean, decided way back in, like, well, next will be year. Fine. I think j will be fine. Yeah, and, uh, I think it'll be, yeah, you know, We've got had J-Lo, had a J-Lo a and Shakira, yes. and she's going to bring yeah. Pitbull up there. Yeah, and, that'll be fun. I'm, yeah, I'm fine I'm okay with this one. So am I. Okay, so... The show, uh, I mean, Netflix has, I mean, they gave it months of of, of promoting this show, you know, basically Mm -hmm. a horny genre show. Uh, The vacant fantasy TV arena that's a big hole in our heart, no Game of Thrones. The Witcher, uh, which is a surprisingly sturdy TV show. I yes. haven't watched all of it. I Shannon, you watched I completed the it. series last evening. It seems very oh. bingeable. Yes, yes. Because it, I, I get the feeling, and I told Casey, I said, we don't need to know exactly what's no, going on. Let's no, just enjoy. No, no. The fact, the way that it started off with the big fight with the Right, Swamp dragon. It's yeah. easier to watch
1: than Game of Thrones. You won't get lost as as much. You'll be okay.
2: It's and good. I more, think it's good. And I Henry find Cavill
1: it, made a good he's choice. He's wonderful in this one. He's much better. And I, you know, I, Ooh. I'm a, I'm a comic book geek superhero fan person. is the
2: witcher based on comic book
1: it's book is booked it's based on a book series and okay. then there were some video games and all i right. did not read all the books but i played the video games Got they're it. very difficult um so they're very difficult um but i was very excited about it because henry cavill is better in this than he was in superman i was not a fan of him as superman not all his fault i just wasn't a fan right but in this one i think he's very appropriate for the character that he's playing, and it, this is why it's better too than Game of Thrones. You really had to be emotionally invested. In. It was like kind of a sad show a lot of time. Yeah, Witcher is a lot more. It's popcorn-ish. a straight up hero's
2: yeah. journey. There's uh, there's a convoluted power struggle with right. three kingdoms. There's yes. tons of gratuitous nudity, which yeah. I'm a fan of. Yes, as am I. And mm-hmm. uh, a blonde heiress <laughs> yeah. is at the center, and there's a ton of gratuitous violence. Now, the only thing, and, but the
1: violence is even, even, it's even appropriate where you're not like grossed out. It's yes, not super. It's happening gory. fast. Right. It's happening fast. The only thing that's hard about it, I want to. Th- this is the thing that I'll I'll bring you up to speed on. It's there's on three, Netflix, it's, There's fact. three timelines going on, so you're fo- you're following three primary characters. Yes. And so, the two... Two of the primary characters start with a timeline that's like seventy years back or something like farther back, and then one character is the center character that is really like two weeks past. Right. So that's the only thing that looks a little confusing. Is you're oh, like, yeah, yeah. So that's the only difference. Does that make okay. more sense now, Donnie, yeah, based on where you're at? Yeah,
0: because I could have sworn there was a certain character in the first episode that's still alive in the fourth episode. Correct, and that's the oh, and right and a so minute. that
1: part <laughs> seems timey wimey <Okay>. and difficult. <laughs> yeah. because. You know, the, so basically, the, there are three characters that we need to follow. Is it's uh, Geralt, Geralt of Rivia. There's Jennifer, and then there's Ciri.
0: Ciri, yes, yes, the young girl.
1: Yes. Do you
2: like it, Donnie? Yeah, it's, it's So it's, yeah. Geralt
1: and Jennifer start farther back, right? Okay. And Ciri starts where it seems... That makes sense. So the other two timelines are back farther. That's Uh the only thing you need to know that's confusing (laughs) about this show.
2: Then the other show that people are going crazy for on Netflix that started on Lifetime found a renewed lease on Life. uh, You. People binged you. It came out last Thursday, December 26th. Now you told me to give that a shot. Oh, it's good. Okay. Van Badgley is really good. Um, It's relocated from Lifetime to Netflix. Follows the same character who's the... Joe Goldberg, who's the character in Carolyn Kepnes's book, called you. Right, she's involved in this TV show. Okay, the book was really good. Now we've just moved past the book, and okay. Joe is relocated from New York to L.A. But it's a good suspense psychological thriller. Okay. And it's uh, you talked me
1: into it. It's good, and because I watch a lot of those uh, crime shows and all those things, I watch documentary versions of this. But watching something where you're kind of thirsty for a bad guy really is hard for me to wrap my head around. But you like articulated it in a way, Lori, that I'm like, okay, I'll give it a shot. Yeah,
2: it's like a book or a movie, or you know, I mean, as Carrie Fisher famously tells her mom when she's cast in this cowboy movie in outer space. (laughs) You don't really know what something's you know (laughs) gonna be, but Penn Badgley is Great, and okay. you and it's amazing how many people found that show on netflix mm-hmm. yes not on lifetime yep. but i see and i don't <laughs> it's like it's I not don't real find it,
1: i because here's the thing it's not real if it's not on netflix yeah, right exactly because i think that so many of us cut the cord that we got accustomed to finding it on the streaming yeah. service or being able to find it on youtube or someplace else because i was one of those people that was like i never watched anything real time on Any cable channel. It was like, and I I kept my cable probably a year longer than I should have because I kept saying I was going to go back to it, but everything lived on the DVR. So was since I'm not watching it in time that it needs to be there, it needs to be on Netflix and Amazon or Hulu or someplace I can find it later.
2: Um, Do you watch any of, like, the home HGTV, or you don't have that? Not right now, I don't have it. I don't have that. Well, the show, and we really did, uh, we liked it. It's this couple, Brad and Heather Fox of Fox Home. It's called Stay or Sell. Mm -hmm. They're going to open a store. Oh, they're nice people, though. I met them. They are darling, and they're right across from Kitty Corner from France, 44 Liquor. And Mm -hmm. they're going to have, so they're going to, you know, do, uh, it's going to be called Foxwell, so maybe they're going to be, like... Magnolia, Ooh. you know, with the couple, what's her name, Chip and jo- Joanna.
1: Yeah, no, I really, I enjoyed both of them. I thought they were fantastic people. They yeah. were on one of my shows as well, and then they came out and hung out with us at the state fair. Well,
2: HGTV is not letting them know yet about oh, season no. two, so come Bummer. on, get okay. with the program. He
1: did have an interesting story about how they found out about the first season, where they just sent yeah. him an email that almost ended up in like a spam folder. Right. Oh, like, yeah. So maybe they, maybe they already got the message and they just lost it in their spam Folder in the (sighs) ether.
2: Maybe they did. (laughs) So they are lovely people, they are darling. And Julie Garner, uh, who is uh, she was in. Uh, what was our Lifetime show with Connie Britton, Dirty John? Oh,
0: yeah, Dirty John. Dirty John.
2: Julie Garner yes. was in that. She played the youngest daughter. She's also in Ozark. Yes. Um, what other shows have oh, we known gosh. her from? Justified.
0: Yes, she was in Justified. She was in
2: Justified. <laughs> she married uh, Foster the People frontman Mark Foster. Who is a lovely guy as well. He is. Yeah. She, she's 25. Mm-hmm. He's 35. They got married... Uh, uh, somewhere and she wore Zach Posen uh, gown and uh, she looks kind of vintagey. she looks lovely yeah mm-hmm. she does I oh boy I just always think why do you want to go marry somebody 10 years older than you oh I am um,
1: you know I don't I don't co-sign that necessarily but at no, least only know. 10 years
2: I know I know she's 25 right oh, life is and he's so only long. 35 <laughs> no life is so long <laughs> by the time she's 29 she's going to feel like she's been married over. yeah <laughs> No, it's just, uh, I think
1: it's interesting your perspective on marriage as the one who's still
2: married. No, <laughs> I know, but I mean, me. don't I? I got married at twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, done by thirty. Yeah, okay. Remarry mm-hmm. and done oh, God by. God. No, I get fair blinded enough. by lust. Okay, fair enough. But but how Are come the pick- blinding gets to the altar? Well, I met somebody at the perfect time in my life where I had all my crap figured out, Uh he had all his crap figured out, and we both just, it's just the timing. Okay. That's so much of what makes it work. Yeah. Are you guys in the same place in space, mm, I guess. That makes sense. Yeah.
0: By the way, Lori, you yeah. were born in the year of the rabbit.
2: Was I the year of the rabbit? Yes. Well, yes. damn it. Honey. <laughs> now you know my birth year. Well, you I mean not for you our years.
0: What are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> I'm the year of the snake. Yeah. yeah.